You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. You Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I'm so excited that you have tuned in today, that you are listening to the podcast today. I just want to remind you to join us on Instagram at Shantae Sapphire. That is me, your host. That's where most of the conversation will be happening. But you should also follow the podcast at Pray, Plan, Slay Podcast. Send me a DM. Let me know what you like to hear. Let me know what you love about the podcast. I would love to hear from you. Now, on today's episode, I am going to bear my soul, okay? We're gonna get deep. We're gonna be talking about an area that is sensitive for me because I'm currently in this this season, but I know that talking about this will help whoever else is in this season. And we all go through this type of season multiple times in our lives. So the season that I'm um, referring to is a season of transition. Now, listen, I feel like I have been in a transition season all year, okay? All year. And it's a really weird and icky kind of place to be. It's a place where, at least for me, you're kind of unsure about what's coming next. You're kind of unsure about what what you should be doing. And you spend a lot of time talking to God, seeking seeking God, saying, God, what do you want from me in this season? Because a lot of things are changing. New things are happening. Uh, Previous seasons are ending and you're, you know, you're growing, but you're becoming a new version of the person that God wants you to be for this new level that he has created for you. So as you know, this year I got married, right? So I've had multiple transitions this year. I've gone from, you know, single to married. I have gotten a little older, a little wiser. My birthday is at the end of the month. In my career, I feel like a transition is coming as well. So it's a lot of, God, what do you exactly do you want me to do right now? What is it that you want me to focus on? And a lot of, like I said before, time seeking him. Now, before I go a little farther, I want to go into what is a season of transition. So you can identify maybe if some of the things that I'm talking about, you feel like you're experiencing. So a season of transition is a time where you experience sudden or significant change. It's a time where new things are happening spiritually, naturally, mentally, or emotionally. These changes can either be by choice, circumstance, the enemy, or God. Some people may refer to it as a wilderness season. During seasons of transition, you are adapting to changes that require you to think differently, act differently, live differently, or are simply not comfortable or familiar like you used to. Some potential transition seasons 
are, you know, relocating to a new place, taking on new responsibilities in your personal or professional life, things like, you know, getting married, becoming a mom, becoming a manager on your job, loss of a loved one or a spouse, joining a new church or even leaving your old church, learning something new about yourself or what something that God wants you to change drastically and adapting to major life changes. Like again, like I said, motherhood, fatherhood, getting married, all those major, major life changes. It's, that is really it. There can be many more, but all of those things are examples of being in a transition season. And honestly, you guys, if you are really chasing after God, or if you're really trying to go deeper in God to increase your spiritual level, you will always be, and we will always be transitioning from one season to the next, from one level to next, because God is constantly molding us and shaping us and changing us and taking us through new seasons so we can learn, develop, become new, and become refined and more like the person that he has created us to be so we can live life full out in our purpose, not holding back, no fear, not being a, you know, not being afraid, nothing to stop us, no anxiety, just moving forward the way God will have us. So you get the gist basically of what a transition season is. And like I said, I have had a lot of transitions going on this year for myself personally. So there's a lot of learning. It's a lot of learning. Yes, that's how I I will put it. It's a lot of time spent learning and developing new skills to cover different areas that I have yet, that I had never been exposed to before. But now in this new season, you know, there is a certain level of maturity, spiritually, emotionally, professionally, that needs to happen. I even feel it in my work, in the things that I'm doing. I look over and when I'm feeling overwhelmed at work and when I look over to how many, for example, what my caseload is, it becomes overwhelming. I, I mean, I looked over and I, to my desk and if you ever saw my office and you saw the stack of files piled high that were personally assigned to me. You would wonder how on earth I'm getting through this because I wonder all the time, even other coworkers wonder that. But I look at it and I say, okay, God, there must be something you're trying to teach me. There must be something that you're trying to show me, a skill that you're trying to hone in me because this has landed in my lap. And even if it was meant to, even if it was sent from the enemy to be for bad, to be a way that I will trip up full, you are turning this around for good. And when I was just taking stock of my skill level, stock of all the things that I've learned, stock of all of the things that I've done, I realized that this increased level of responsibility, even at work, allowed me to sharpen my skills so much that in certain areas, I can say with confidence that a certain, like, uh, that other people can't hold a candle to me in this particular area because I've had to do it over and over again. I've had to think on my feet. I've had to argue on my feet and different things like that that become so important in my line of career. But that wouldn't have happened if all of these things weren't being thrown my way. So I know that God has a reason. And one of the things I've learned in this transition season is to not cry, why? Like, Lord, why me? And I know I talk about this in episodes before, and I talk about, you know, changing your why me to why not me. But there are days Come on, we are all human. No matter how hard and how far and how deep we go, we are still we still have that 
baseline that's human. So there are times when I look at things, I'm like, Lord, not today. I don't feel like it today. You know, having a real conversation with God saying, you know what? I don't feel like this today, Lord. Why do you still have me here? Why am I still in this particular season? I'm ready to move to the next season. And just having patience and knowing that God knows what's best. So I know that God knows what's best. And when I'm in a moment where I feel like, okay, I'm being patient because I'm in the middle of the transition, right? I am not where I I'm not where I was, but I'm not where I'm not where I want to be yet either. You know, I'm I'm in the waiting room. If we think of it as the airport, I'm I'm in the airport. I'm waiting for my flight. I've gotten off of one flight. I'm sitting. I'm waiting for the next flight to board. That's where I feel like I am in certain areas. And just reminding myself that I have felt like this before. And although I was waiting, and although I was I was tired of waiting, God knew what was right for me. God knew the timing and the timing was absolutely perfect. I reflect back to my, I reflect on my single season where I was at some of the time I was like, okay, Jesus, like, where is my husband? Everybody else has a husband. Where is my husband? And through patience and waiting, God would have anointed a time for me that was specifically for me to meet my husband that was handcrafted by him. And later on, I would understand that if I would have met my husband earlier, I wouldn't have been in the right mindset, the right frame of mind to receive him, right? So God knew what he was doing. So I have to remind myself of things like that, that this period of patience, which is what it is, patience is me surrendering consistently on a daily basis that God knows what he's doing and that I will not move ahead of God, but instead I will move with God. And if he says to stay, then I have to stay and give myself grace and some days be upset, but then remind myself that my creator knows what's best for me, that he has handcrafted my life, that he formed me in my mother's womb, that he knew me (laughs) before I was even a thought in my parents' mind, that he knew the path, that he knew the, the, the waiting season, that he knew every tear that I would cry before it even happened, and really just trust that God is intentional and he knows what's best for me. So that is something that I've been learning in my transition season. But before I go any farther, I want to give you some biblical examples of transition seasons. So I want to start with Solomon, right? King Solomon. So in 2 Chronicles 1, after Solomon's father David died, it was his responsibility to rule as king over God's people. During this time of transition, Solomon did not know how to rule over the people. He simply knew that the baton had been tossed to him and instead of complaining or questioning, he walked by faith and asked God for wisdom to rule the people. God gave it to him and now Solomon is still known as one of the wisest men to ever walk the earth. And I remember learning about Solomon like back in uh, Sunday school and the story of Solomon always stuck to me. So when I was young, I'm talking about five, six, seven, my one prayer was, Lord, give me wisdom. And it has been consistent. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. That's something that you can pray for during your transition season for the Lord to give you wisdom on how to move, 
how to to go in this season, the people you should and shouldn't be talking to, the people you should and shouldn't be sharing your dreams with, you know, the, the direction in which you should go. Seek God for everything, honestly. Now, another example is Abraham in Genesis 12. God instructed Abraham to depart from his country and his family and go into a new terror territory with minimal instruction. Abraham took his wife and nephew and left the land to go to the land God called him to go into. And if you remember this, he like, honestly, just left. Abraham just picked up and left and said, God says, I got to go. I got to go. And not everybody went with him, but he did follow God's instructions. And that's so important as well to always put God's instructions first, even as God is sending you in a direction where you don't see what's on the other side. You can't see the end. Like God, you're sending me left, but I really think I should be going right right now. But because you said go left, I will go left. That is the type of trust walk and faith that you have to have in God. You have to be able to walk in faith like Solomon and Abraham. And the last example I'm going to give you is Samuel. So in 1 Samuel 16, the Lord instructed Samuel to go into Bethlehem. Samuel feared going into Bethlehem in fear of being killed, but he followed God's instructions even when he didn't have all the answers and went into Bethlehem. So seasons of transition require a rapid and significant lifestyle habit or mentality change along with obedience in order for it to end up successful. This is one of the major principles that helps as I am going through my transition period. Listen, obedience. My mom used to say this to me all the time growing up. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And that stuck with me. But being obedient to God is is just it. <laughs> I can just put it like, is it? Is the, is the thing to do? Is lit? You need to be obedient to God because he knows what he's doing. Even when it seems foolish, even when it doesn't seem right, God knows what he's doing. Times of transition will always reveal your character and it will always reveal the characteristics that you might need to change. So if you want to learn about who you really are and what you're really like, go through a season of transition. Your response during that time will tell you what you're made of. It will tell you also what your foundation is, okay? Did you build your house on on sinking sand or did you build your house with a sturdy foundation? Sometimes it can feel like these times of change are bringing out the worst in you. You're asking yourself, why am I struggling with this? This has never been an issue for me. Or I thought I overcame this already. Or I know I'm way better than how I'm feeling right now or acting. I don't know where this is coming from. In reality, the bitterness, frustration, distrust, or any other character trait did not arise during the season of transition. It was just exposed. So bitterness, frustration, distrust, but other characteristics, procrastination, laziness, inconsistencies, all those things are exposed during your transition season. The negative behaviors may have always been with you, but you may have just been really good at covering them up in your comfortable space. But while you're transitioning, while you're coming out of what was once comfortable and going to a new level, those deficiencies, those things that are not working for you will be exposed. And you have to really identify those areas in which you need to improve. 
and everybody. We all need to improve in different areas of our lives. I am always, always having a fight with procrastination. And some days procrastination will get the best of me and other days it won't. But I know that. I know that. So I have to work on things like consistency. Because consistency is what is important. Consistency will help you overcome procrastination. I know for a fact that if I make something a habit, even when I don't feel like doing it, I will do it because it's something I always do, right? So if getting up every morning at 5 a.m. and going for a run was... Now, this isn't me. Hypothetical, you guys. I'm still working on this part of my life, right? But if going for a run at 5 a.m. every morning was a part of my life, I will do it whether I feel like it or not because it would be the consistency. It would be the habit, all right? I would have formed a habit. So my body already knows when my mind doesn't feel like it. There we go. My body already knows. So my body's natural clock will wake up and say, hey, Shantae, it's 5 a.m. Time to go for our run. And I will just get up and do it. And that's how we need to get with some of the things in our lives. We need to become more consistent. I'm talking about reading your Bible, right? Consistently getting up, reading your Bible, spending time with the Lord, praying, okay? Taking care of your health, eating right, words of affirmation for yourself, declaring and decreeing things over your life, sticking to your vision, you know, um, learning new things. All of things, these things need to become habits in our lives for us to become who God has made us to be. Because as you know, as I always say here, you are created for so much more than you're experiencing right now. And even if you feel comfortable, even if you feel like you're doing well, there will be a, a, a moment, a season of transition because God does not want you to remain stagnant. God does not want you to remain still. So when you're not in a season of transition, don't worry. God may have you in a season of doing for a while. And then he says, hey, listen, now you've pl- placed yourself in a box and it's time to come up out of that box. There's more for you. There's more that I need you to do. I need you to come become better at this. I need you to become more consistent in this area. I need you to do this. So I'm going to take you through this path or that path so those skills can be worked out so that I can prune you, okay? Pruning seasons are not great, okay? It's not great. It's not a great feeling. Let me tell you, to be pruned by God is not a great feeling, but it is worth it. Okay, God prunes us so that we can grow just like a uh, a gardener will prune their plants so that they can grow better. Take away all the dead things, all the things that don't don't belong and leave what what God wants you to have. Okay, so when you're going through a pruning season, I understand it's not easy, but you will make it through it. And God has so much better for you on the other side. So I want to go through ways to get through a season of transit, all right? I want you to keep this in mind. The first thing I'm going to say to you is stay deeply rooted in Christ. Transition seasons always come with distractions that will try to stifle you from hearing God's voice and remaining remaining connected to him. So you have to stay deeply rooted in Christ. It is so important because listen, when you're going through a transition season, it is easy 
for you to fill up your free time with watching Netflix show after Netflix show after Netflix show than it is for you to sit still and hear what God is saying to you, okay? So remember, Jesus went through a wilderness season. He went through a transition season. And when he went through that, he went on a 40-day fast in the wilderness because he knew he was entering a season of transition and needed to prepare himself spiritually for what was to come. Jesus, in all his wisdom, in all his understanding, knew that the importance of having his ear to the mouth of God during his season of transition. But what happened when he was in the wilderness fasting? The enemy came to distract him, right? In Matthew 4, the enemy came and started talking all sorts of smack to Jesus. Go and read it. If Jesus needed to be deeply connected to his father during his time of transition and uncertainty, then so do you, all right? If our brother Jesus needed to be so connected to God, even though he's a part of the Trinity, he still needed to fast for 40 days to be connected to the ear of the mouth of God, then we need to too. Distractions can come in forms of good and bad things, okay? You can be distracted by increased responsibilities at work, at church, at family, with friends, new relationships, um, time suckers, things that take up your time, like Netflix, as I said, and old habits, again, beginning to resurface. So all of these things can come and be seemingly okay and seemingly good, but they are distractions. So the key is you need to ma- manage your distractions and discern the difference between what's bad, what's good, and what's God, okay? There's a difference. Set clear boundaries for yourself and others so that you can be honest with yourself and others about the season you are in and what you're able to give and what you're able to do. So I want to remind you of that, okay? So you need to carve time out. If you want to wake up early and say, you know what? I wake up at five, between five and 5.30 is my time with God. I'm worshiping, I'm reading my Bible, I'm praying. Then that's what you do. Whether you want it to be on your lunch hour, some hour in the evening, but you carve that time out. You specifically put that time in your calendar for time with God. And then you let him talk to you. You let him reveal stuff to you. You let him speak and guide you, but you have to have that time, okay? And you have to not get lax in your relationship with God, all right? Because that's when you stop listening for his voice and start doing your own thing. And that's when you begin to get frustrated because you're doing your own thing and it's not working out, but you don't realize that the thing that you're doing is not what God wants you to do in this season. So no matter how hard you work on it, it will never work out for you. All right. So be real, set your time up with God, put him in your calendar, set up a time with God, set up a date with, all right. Another thing that I want to remind you is that Seasons of transition often require greater faith, okay? Don't get scared, get bold in your faith. Pray differently, act differently, okay? Do not be alarmed when your faith is being tested in this season. Your old spiritual routine is not gonna get you through this new season, okay? This season requires something different of you. So if you were used to, for example, going to church on a weekly basis and I just go to church on Sundays and I get my Bible study in on Wednesdays and sometimes I go to prayer meetings on a Saturday, that's not enough 
for this season. God wants you to do deeper. He wants you to do more. He wants you to spend more time with him. He wants you to spend more time worshiping, more time in your word. He wants your prayer language to change. If you haven't started speaking in tongues, the Lord might want you to speak in tongues. You never know. Okay. Whatever the Lord is anointing you for this season, but you have to be bold in your faith because this season, this transition season or wilderness season or whatever you want to refer to it as it's easy for you to get distracted, for you to go the wrong way, for the devil to attack you. So you have to be strong and bold in your face. Get, take your power and authority, snatch it up, decree and declare some things over your life. Okay. It is so important. If you feel, even if you feel that things are rising up against you, it's time for you to get into spiritual warfare, for you to pray, for you to cast out demons and devils and tell them they have no business being in your life. All of those things are important. Another way to get through this season is always maintain a good heart, okay? And think about the way you are talking in this season. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. Do not prolong this season by complaining all the time. Complaining that you're going through this season, complaining that the people around you in this season, complaining that you're tired and you want to move on to the next season. Stop complaining, but instead embrace everything one day at a time, one person at a time. Find out what God wants you to do, what God wants you to learn, or if God wants you to speak life into something, or if God just wants you to simply be there as a, as, as a, a person of God praying in that season, praying over that place you're in, whether it's your job, your home, um, school, whatever it is, just find out from God what he wants you to do and start speaking life into the season, into the situation instead of complaining. Another thing I want to remind you to do is don't turn away from what God originally told you or led you to do. During a season of transition, there can be a lot of uncertainties. These uncertainties can cause you to second guess whether you're in the will of God. You begin to ask questions like, God, did you really tell me to do this? Or did I hear you correctly? Or maybe it really wasn't you, Lord. Maybe it was me, or maybe I took bad counsel. But these questions are valid, but we can't let them overtake us, especially if deep down we know we know, we know that we are doing what God led us to do. So you must just remember, just because you're not comfortable doesn't mean it's not God. All right. Just because you're not comfortable doesn't mean it's not God. So the one thing that will keep you most grounded during this season is knowing what God has instructed you to do and not questioning his voice. Even when the circumstances don't align with his promise, and even when you don't feel as comfortable in your new season, another way to do that is to write the vision and make it plain. What God has told you, what the vision that God has given you for your life, the vision that he has given you for where you're going or what you're supposed to be doing this year, put it up on a wall where you can see it every day. So even in times where you are feeling like, am I doing the right thing? You can see it. It's in your line of sight. You can say, yes, God, you called me to do this. And I'm asking you for the grace and the favor and the stick to itness so that I can keep on going. Cause right now I don't feel like it. Or right now I'm having a hard time. So I want you to remember that. So I'm going to leave it there on the tips on how you get through this season. And I just want to leave you also with some, some Bible verses that I find 
so helpful that speak to me in this season that can speak to you as well. And if you want, write them on a sticky note, stick them on your mirror, repeat them every day. The first one is Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Another one that I love is Deuteronomy 31, 8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The Lord, listen, the Lord is going before you. He is going to make the path straight. He is going to fight the battle so you don't have to. Another one, Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Don't forget, no matter what season of your life you're in, God is with you wherever you go. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future. God has so much plans for us, we don't even understand. So we have to remember that he is working everything out for our good. And the last scripture I want to leave you with is Isaiah 43, 19. And it says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God is with you in this season. So if you are going through a transition season, if you are going through a wilderness season, if you are going through a pruning season, I want to say this, God is with you. He is here for you. He is, he knows what you're going through. Okay. He's not holding you out on the line to dry, but he's here to comfort you even in this season as you go through. So remember that. And also remember that God loves you above all. God loves you and he wants what's best for you. So dig in, get close with him during this season. Do not complain, work on yourself and let God do the rest. You will see the benefits of this season once you are out of it. All right, so that's it. I just want to end this episode in prayer. I think it's really important while we're on this topic. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We just worship you, honor you, and praise you for allowing us to wake up this morning, for allowing us to be in our right minds and in good health, Father God, for allowing our hands to work and our feet to work and our minds to work, God. God, today on the podcast, we are talking about the transition season, the wilderness season, Lord, the pruning season, whatever name anyone wants to assign to it. You know the season that we are referring to, God. And right now, I pray that you grant everyone under the sound of my voice who is going through this season, Father God, that they will be able to take comfort in your word, Father God, in in what the Bible says that you are doing for us in this season, Father God. I pray that any branch that is growing from them that is not like you, you will cut off anything that is not like you, Father God. I rebuke the plans of the enemy to come and distract them during this season, to come and pull them away and lull them into something nice when it's not something of God, 
Father. I pray that you unplug even their ears, their supernatural ears, so they can hear from you, Father God. And I pray that you bring into their remembrance every good word, every prophecy, every vision that you have given them so they can remember the path that you are setting them on, Father God, and know to trust you in all you're doing, Father. I pray that you bless them, God, that they will be able to find joy in this season and peace because you give us those things so freely. They are gifts to us. So even when we don't understand what is going on, Father God, I pray that the peace that surpasses all understanding will be over us, that we will know to trust you above all else, even when we can't see a way in the wilderness, when we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, that we will trust you above all else. We thank you, we praise you, we honor you, and we wait in anticipation for the great things that you will have for us, that you will want us to experience. And we also wait in anticipation for the day that we are able to walk fully, freely, and openly in our purpose and who you are called, who you called us to be, and that we will therefore go on and be a blessing to those people that you have assigned to us, that we will lead people back to you for your glory, Father God. We thank you for all of these things and these things we ask to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Play, and Slay podcast. I look forward to seeing you guys next week for another new episode of the podcast. Speak soon.